Hello everyone and welcome to Minute 80 of Season 4 of Movie Round Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com, One Harry Met Sally, One Minute at a Time. I'm Rob and joining me to finish off this week is Sean German of the Next Scene Podcast. Welcome back to the show, Sean. L'chaim. And, uh, and thanks for having me back. <laughs> L'chaim back to you. Mazel tov. Well, they didn't break a glass, you know, so. No, no, I guess, um, no. I guess uh, Jess and Marie are not Jewish. Uh, no. Or at least they no. didn't have a Jewish wedding, it looked like. They didn't, yeah. That is correct. That is correct. They, actually, I don't think they ever mentioned their last names. But but we can pretty much assume that it's not a, a Jewish wedding because the the priest or rabbi or whoever you want to call it is not wearing anything on his head. So yeah, that would be my yeah, assumption. Yeah, that's true. That's, that is an indication, certainly, yeah. Yeah, you would you would you would think that there would be uh, uh, many people wearing paper yarmulkes. So yeah, <laughs> but that's fine. That's perfectly okay, perfectly acceptable. So minute eighty begins with Alex Alice asking a great question and ends with Sally commenting on Harry's question. So. Yesterday, we, we ended things in the middle of the reception. We saw that Harry was looking off in the distance. We heard Sally talking over other people. And that conversation continues where we hear Alice saying, what are we going to do about you? And then Sally goes, me? And then they're interrupted by Gary, who we, we've seen uh, in one other scene in this movie. He's been mentioned before, but he's only been shown... He was shown during the uh, win loser draw scene, you know, when they were when they were apparently having their housewarming party for uh, Jess and Marie uh, a few weeks ago. So he's back here, and he's oh, basically, okay. yeah, this is this is Alice's husband, who we've she, he's been mentioned before, even before that, you know, he was mm-hmm. uh, when Sally was was explaining to Harry, you know, that uh, you know with I spy, you know that that she was she was with their daughter playing ice okay right right and that uh, you know and and she talks about the fact that you know friends of mine after they get married never have sex and she's talking about them you know that they're just too tired (laughs) so they're not too tired to dance though not too tired to dance and and you can see that when he offers to you know he says to her let's go dance you know he and so he he stops her and goes honey and she goes yeah and he goes want to dance and she goes oh yeah yeah i do you know you, you can actually see the uh chemistry between the two of them yeah you know you can you can see that that she's like i don't care about my friend sally anymore you know my husband wants to go dance with me i want to go dance yeah you know that type of thing and it's it's great i mean i i really like the the i mean i i don't know i'm assuming that these these two actors have no connection whatsoever in real life but you know they they make it work here Mm -hmm. you know you look at them and you're like wow they, these are people who uh, apparently are in love with one another with the way that they're acting. You know, but uh, but let, let's back up a drop, you know, with, with when Alice starts off by saying, what are we going to do about you? So she's basically saying to Sally, okay, it's about time for you to start going, getting out there and, and dating again. That's that's more or less what she's talking about as far as I can, I can tell. Do, do you think that's mm-hmm. what she's referring to? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that that was the impression I got. You know, because because yesterday we ended things by by Sally basically saying, you know, how how happy Marie is. 
So, which which is also great to see because you know we, when we first met Marie, she was a mess because she was talking about you know Arthur and how he's never going to really leave his wife and that she's you know she's the mistress and all that stuff and you know she just she was trying to help Sally you know when she took out her uh, her her Philofax or or her uh, <laughs> uh, what, what's that called yeah the, her little uh, thing of like of, of note cards with names yes. and addresses mm-hmm. or her like contact list correct. So, so it, it, that worked well, you know, back then, but she, mm-hmm. she wasn't looking out for herself, but she's finally, you know, happy in her relationship with Jess, which, which is great. It's great to see that and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, so, so Alice is once again, you know, trying to get Sally to, to, to agree to once again, uh, you know, get back out there, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll find out actually, well, let's continue with the conversation, but then we'll know in just a few short moments you know how long it's been since since harry and sally have basically cut off contact with one another mm-hmm. you know that type of thing but i i like the fact that after alice says oh yeah, yeah yeah i do so gary turns to sally and says excuse us you know he's he's at least being polite about it yeah yeah you know he's like i want to go dance with my wife but you know just excuse us and you know this this gives harry an opportunity to come over because you know Sally like laughs awkwardly at the whole thing. Do you, do you think that she's you know somewhat jealous of the love they have? Hmm. Yeah, but like yeah, I don't know. It's like yeah, just jealous of of having someone. And yeah, that that reaction um, that she has, like you know, she she. Um, I mean, he he approaches her with the offer to dance, but then she like grabs the lapel of his coat and is like dragging him onto the dance floor. Um, I yeah. guess just, you know, you know, jealous of having someone that you get that excited about um, yeah. to, to spend time with, yeah, you know, or, or dance with, yeah. Correct. Yeah, I, I think that, 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 that works really well the way that they do that. And then, uh, you know, Harry shows up. Yeah. And, you know, he, he walks over to Sally and he goes, hi. And she goes, hello. And you can tell yeah. that this is a very cold, Hello from from mm-hmm. Sally. She's she's not yeah. interested in talking to Harry at all. Yeah, her her the expression, her face, you know, she's kind of laughing as you know that couple runs off to the dance floor, and then it's very stoic. The smile goes away, unemotional. Uh, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not giving anything. I'm not giving up any emotion to, uh, you know, yeah, this guy who I slept with, and then we had one dinner, and now he's been, you know, kind of cut me off, and we haven't spoken in. Uh, but we're gonna find out it's been three weeks. Right. Spoiler alert. But yeah, yeah, she definitely closes up, uh, you know, emotionally and kind of doesn't want to, you know, express any feeling um, towards, uh, you know, that Harry might pick up on. Right. And Harry then, you know, says, nice ceremony. She goes, beautiful. And Harry starts getting off on a little bit of a diatribe and goes, boy, the holidays are rough. Every year I just try to get from the day before Thanksgiving to the day after New Year's. So basically, this is telling us that we are now in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. You know, this is somewhere between Thanksgiving and New Year's because of his comment. You know, they we know that they met around uh, Halloween mm-hmm. time. You know, they met in late fall. So it's been over a year since the two of them met. So basically, you know, their their relationship as friends lasted almost about a year mm-hmm. based, on, based on that timeline. 
you know, of going through everything with Jess and, and Marie and stuff like that. Like, like we were able to figure out that, that Jess and Marie moved into their apartment probably like in May, something like that. So this is already six, seven months later, something like that, mm-hmm. you know, where, where this wedding is taking place. I, I never thought about it before doing this, you know, minute by minute before going through the whole thing that, you know, this is taking place so close to the holiday season. You know, I know that, that in the next week or two, we'll see once again, you know, it comes around Christmas time and stuff like that. We see snow outside, but you know, the, the weather outside is not uh, frightful. It's not, uh, you know, we don't see that there's snow outside or anything like that, you know, through the windows, you can't see that it's, that it's winter already with the way that they're showing things yeah, and stuff like that. But so I like that via the dialogue, we're able to figure that out, you know, that this is the more or less the time of year it is. And then Sally looks at, at Harry and goes, yeah, a lot of suicides. A lot of suicides. Hmm. <laughs> a lot of suicides. So it actually got me got me thinking. I mean, obviously, this is a subject that we're, you know, not going to spend too much time on because, uh, you know, for, for obvious reasons. But uh, basically, uh, what I found was is that it's a misnomer that there are more suicides uh, around the holiday time, the, the the information that I found that the, that most suicides happen in late spring and early summer. Ooh. Again, I'm not going to go into the the whole thing, but it ex- explains why that usually happens. Okay, but they think that it, you know the reason that people assume that it happens more during the holidays is because of the fact that that's a time for people you know to be together with families and people who aren't with families you know might feel sadder. Or, you know, more depressed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I just found it interesting to know that 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 is a complete misnomer and that it's actually late spring and early summer when that usually happens. Uh, again, I, I, I'm i not going to go into the reason why, but it, it's just an interesting point to, to, that I felt I uh, wanted to point out. And then, you know, as they're standing there and talking, the wait, oh, a waiter interrupts them and says, uh, would you like a pea pod with mm. shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Sally responds, thank you, more enthusiastically to the waiter <laughs> than the conversation that she's been having with, with Harry oh, up yeah, until now, yeah. which I, I find hilarious because I think it's on purpose. Oh, yeah, I do think so. And I don't blame her at all because these, the, these shrimp and pea pod, which I've never seen that as a, as a past hors d'oeuvre to have like a just a shrimp sort of wrapped in a pea pod like that. But those look very good. I mean, obviously not kosher being shellfish, but uh, it, they do look very delicious. No, no, no. I wouldn't. To me, it doesn't. It doesn't say. It doesn't speak okay. to me at all. But that's fine. Yeah. If if it speaks yeah. to you, that that that's fine. You, you don't need to apologize for that. Yeah. That's fine. no. I, I yeah. You 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 are allowed to eat what you want. Everyone else who's listening can eat what they want, and I will eat yeah. what I want. You know that yeah. sort of. Comes so we're down talking. To. So uh, yeah, three uh, was like three out of the five minutes this week. <laughs> involve food of, of some sort whether a sit-down meal yes. or a snack you know candy or a past hors d'oeuvre but um yeah i might take two or three of those that's correct um or maybe like the the first okay. time around Enjoy. I could... one to see how it is and also to make sure everyone has a chance but um if 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 after that if, if they if they taste it as good as they look at another plate um you know came past me i may take uh you know i may take more than one on a second pass but that's, that's okay. Well, I, I give you permission to eat my share. There you go. I'll be like, I'm gonna take one yeah. for myself and one for Rob, and then I know Rob isn't gonna want his, so uh, I'll just uh, I'll take. It. And I won't want the second one that I would normally take, so you get another okay, one. Also. There you go. There you go. Yeah. 
I'm, that's fair. That's I'm just I'm you see, yeah. I'm a good person to take right. to weddings. I'm like just this. I'm just trying to clean up. You know, they don't want a lot of <laughs> leftover food at the end of the day. So um I'm just trying to be helpful. No, because they're just gonna exactly. throw it away. It's not worth exactly. it. You know? But um why why waste yeah. food? But uh yeah, so uh you know, Sally yeah does seem uh, you know as excited as I would be about this shrimp, but in the end, I don't know if we actually see her eat it. She's sort of twirling it, she sort of plays with it for a bit. Um, she plays with it. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't need it, yeah. <laughs> but she can't because we talked about the fact that, you know, you have to eat properly uh, while, while doing dialogue. So, right. Yeah. So yeah, she, yeah. You know, she, know. yeah, you don't want to be talking with food in your mouth. And then also like if she takes a bite, then if they do reshoots, then they have to make sure like the same bite is taken out of it um, every time or um, yeah. So it's probably easier that she, you know, she, we just right. see her walking around carrying around this uh, yeah, you know, shrimp in a pea pot on a, on a stick, on a toothpick there as she uh, goes through the rest of the scene. <laughs> Correct. And Harry is still trying to get information out of her. He goes, have you been? Fine. Are you seeing anybody? Harry, what? I don't want to talk about this. Why not? I don't want to talk about it. Why can't we get past this? I mean, are we going to carry this thing around forever? Forever. It just happened. It happened three weeks ago. <laughs> And then Harry just starts digging himself. And then, and then Harry digs himself in deeper and says, you know how you're a person is like seven years to a dog. And she looks at him and goes, yes. And people are going to have to wait until Monday to find out what the response to that is. Because where the heck, where is he going with this? And, and the, and the answer is going to be nowhere good. (laughs) No, 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 no. nowhere. Because yeah. So if it's like seven years to a dog and, and I'm, you can get more into it next year, you know, into the, the follow-up, but it's, so three weeks ago, seven years to a dog. So he's saying it's like 21 weeks ago. Uh, yeah. I don't know. More, more or less. Or less. <laughs> he's basically saying that time yeah. has passed, you know, three weeks is, is a long time, time. has passed and, and we're going to move on. But I think it's, it's something that um, it's, it's not a time thing. It's, it's like a discussion thing. You know, because it sounds like so, you know, they had that dinner, I guess, the next day. They went out to dinner and they probably haven't seen each other since then. And it's, you know, it's it, it could be, you know, three weeks, three months, three years. It's they need, you know, whether they end up together or not, if they're going to continue to have a relationship, they need to talk about it. So it it he should be, you know, he should be thinking it and maybe she's thinking of it in terms of how many conversations has it been. Um, not you know not how long has it been on a calendar, but of course being being uh, you know a guy sort of the stereotypical guy uh, in a romantic comedy that is is not comfortable talking about his feelings and and being open and honest. He wants to think about it in terms of um, you know in terms of time, and he thinks if he just lets it lie, eventually enough time will pass, and then we can, we can go back to being friends like it never happened, and we'll be okay. But again, I think um, I think it's it's. It, you know, it, it's really a case of it. It's how many conversations have they had, not not how many weeks has passed. And the answer is, uh, you know, well, they haven't really had any conversation. I mean, they had like they briefly said, um, you know, she said it was a mistake. And he said, thank you. You know, oh, I, I'm glad you agree. But, uh, yeah, they haven't really they haven't really addressed it. So, uh, you know, how much time has passed is not, um, you know, is, is not the, the, the key thing that, uh, that at least that Sally is focused on. Uh, to uh, much Correct. to uh, Harry's discussion. Right. Well, she's she's 
the the question is is she trying to find a way to get over this or not i i don't know hmm. yeah yeah um yeah i mean harry just doesn't want to um yeah he wants things to go back to the way they were yeah i mean this is sort of i guess you know a recurring theme um you know when we talked about how uh, you know, he didn't want to be the one to say it was a mistake. He wanted her to say it so then he could just, you know, agree and he didn't really have to put himself out there to put, a, you know, out a novel thought. Like, he just wants her to say, um, yeah. So maybe he, you know, before getting where he's getting ready for the shower, or, sorry, getting ready for the wedding, there's a similar scene that, you know, we don't see, but he's in the shower and he's saying, you know, he's thinking, I hope she says, well, let's just move past it and, and not talk about it anymore. And he's right, he exactly. Say, um, right, because he which, doesn't say to himself, hmm, I wonder if Sally's going to be at the wedding. Yeah. You know, he, he knows she's going to be there. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I would think, yeah, he, he probably knows like she's going to be, uh, you know, the maid of honor. Like, you know, he's going to be standing up in front of the room with her. And, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, so, they're the ones who got them together. They're, yeah. they're the matchmakers here. They're the matchmakers. <laughs> there's, there's the reason this, yeah, this, this wedding happened. With, uh, <laughs> yeah. That they, that, yeah, that, that uh, Marie and Jess both, you know, they, they disliked uh, Sally and Harry so much that uh, they married each other. Well, so we'll, we'll, right. We'll, we'll get to that, that sorry, toast I'm uh, next ahead, week. Getting ahead. That's fine. No, that's okay. That's okay. Next week, we'll talk about that toast. But uh, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's interesting the, the, the way that they do it. Now, his whole comment about, you know, dog ears and stuff like that. I know you are a dog owner. I am. Right? So, well, I know that for a fact. <laughs> I've had your dog yip at me. Yes, you, you know, have, you have met my dog, and my dog has met you. Yeah, we're all family now. That is correct. That is correct. And and your dog has been on our podcast. <laughs> she wasn't invited, but that's a separate issue. Whatever. <laughs> but um, wh- what do you know about the idea of you know dog years being seven years to the human and stuff like that? Does do do you do you know anything about that? I know. I you know I don't know the origin. I know it's not. It's not quite true, I don't think that. Um, it's not only not quite true; it's not true at it's all. Not true at all. <laughs> I mean, I know dogs; they they age, you know, they mature, you know, quicker than people. They generally have a lifespan that's less than people, but it's not like, um, yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's not like a a, a one year old dog is like a seven year old child, and certainly they don't. Um, yeah. You know, the, the lifespan is it quite like one seventh of, of, of a person lifespan. It's correct. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I yeah, mean, it's basically not true. Yeah. Right. I mean, basically what, what, what I found what, when I tried researching this is the fact that, that it all depends on the breed of dog. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. But usually a dog matures uh, within the first year or two up to, let's say, you know, age 25 of humans. So that for sure would not be one in seven. But mm-hmm. it all depends on the, the longevity of the dog itself depends on the type of breed and, and, and it's, uh, you know, uh, how big the dog is. Like, for instance, small dogs usually live between 15 and 16, uh, up to 15 or 16 years, mm-hmm. generally not more than 20. Uh, medium and large sized dogs typically live anywhere between 10 and 20 years. And some giant dogs, uh, like mastiffs, uh usually only live like seven or eight years you know so but those are according to our calculations of the whole mm-hmm. thing but it you know they're the the way that dogs age is completely different than the way humans age from that perspective 
you know. So I I I always remember even as a kid, they would, people would always say, oh, you know, seven seven uh, a dog year or a year a human year is seven years for a dog, and I never understood you know where that came from or whatever. I I wasn't able to find like where the origin of that myth came from. But uh, apparently, uh, it's not true. <laughs> I do know they tend to, and we've experienced this with, with with our puppy that they do have kind of like a you know like a teenage experience. Like there's a time I think many teenagers they where you become rebellious. Um, you know they kind of list you know stop listening to their parents and um, you know maybe get into a little trouble and kind of you know stretch out you know kind of test the limits and of, of you know what you can do and, and try to be your own person and. Um, explore your freedom a little bit and uh you know that's that's something that i've read about and experienced so that's something that, that dogs go through they kind of have a, a the teenage years where they're kind of um you know they become a little bit more prone to being troublemakers and that's kind of um around two years like 18 months to two years um which is kind of i mean i guess if you go by that seven year olds it's more of the young side of of a teenager it's kind of well, Correct. two years would be 14 years, where I think the, the rebellious years for, for human teenagers, I think, are more like 16, 17, 18. So, uh, yeah, you know, that, that kind of seven to one rule breaks down there a little bit. Right. That's very true. Um, okay. So do you have anything else you want to say about this minute before we get into the, the script? I think, yeah, that's about all I had for minute 80. Yeah. All right. So great. So the script actually has some some interesting uh, insights into everything that's going on. So first of all, Sally is not talking to Alice and doesn't get interrupted by by Gary. It says uh, Sally is talking to an older couple who excuse themselves. And as they do, we see Harry approach her. And then they have their small little chit chat. Hi, hello, nice ceremony, beautiful. And then it says Sally is clearly clearly uncomfortable. She's going to behave like someone who simply is not going to get involved or even pretend interest in a conversation. And then Harry makes the comment about the holidays. Sally nods and says, "Yeah, a lot of suicides." They both nod back and back and forth to each other. A waiter comes over, you know, has the peapod. Uh, uh, line and then Sally says, mm-hmm. with all the warmth she hasn't been showing Harry, says thank you. And then she takes one of them. And then Harry once again begins talking to her, Have you been? Fine. Mm-hmm. And then he says, How's everything with Julian? And then Sally looks at him and she says, Harry, what? I don't want to talk about this. Okay. And then he says, Is it because of what happened? And then she says, I don't want to talk about it. And then the, the rest is the same. You know, why can't we get past this thing? I mean, are we going to carry this thing around forever? Forever. It just happened. It happened three weeks ago. She looks at him disbelievingly. And then Harry has his comment. It says, you know how a year to a person is like seven years to a dog? And Sally goes, yes. <laughs> and that's the way the script ends for minute 80. So every Friday we have a segment called Weekend Romance, where my guest will give a... Uh, sorry. Every Friday we have a segment called Weekend Romance, where my where my guests will give their top five uh, romantic comedies. So, uh, Sean, what have you got for us? Start with your number five and work your way up. All right. So i've I've got some I've got some romantic comedies. Uh, so starting at number five uh, from 2008, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, which is well, yeah, it's a good one with uh, Jason Segel, Kristen Bell. 
Mia Kunis. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good romantic comedy. So that's my number five. Uh, number four is Wedding Crashers uh, with Owen Wilson and Ben Spawn. Uh, another good uh, romantic comedy, I think. So that's my number four. Uh, number three is a movie talked about uh, previously this week, or that I've talked about. Um, also, um, also directed by Rob Reiner is The Princess Bride, um, which is, uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly how it's classified. I mean, it is, a, a, you know, a bit of a, you know, fantasy adventure film, but uh, mm -hmm. certainly has a, a lot of romance and a yes. lot of comedy. So I'm going to call it a romantic comedy. That's fine. Um, that's fair. So uh, The Princess Bride. Uh, number two, uh, 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 a film uh, near and dear to my heart, and that is Groundhog Day, which, again, another one I, I don't know if it's, um, you know, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know if it's officially There are no rules. It's, it's your a, classification. So uh, by my classification, it is, um, uh, yeah, Groundhog Day is, uh, it has comedy. There's many uh, funny scenes and lines in the film and, you know, funny situations. And there also is, there is a romance. Um, so therefore, by my definition, it is a romantic comedy. So my number two is Groundhog Day. And my number one, uh, my favorite romantic comedy, the best romantic comedy, I think the best movie that Hollywood has ever produced. Um, and that is Casablanca. And again, maybe not a traditional romantic comedy, but a film that has a lot of comedy in it and certainly has a lot of romance. So by my, my reckoning, I'm going to call it a romantic comedy. And it's my number one, and that is Casablanca, the great film. Which and that 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 fits in that fits in really well yeah, with this movie yeah, too. Which was really funny. I, I hadn't remembered. Um, you know, I I had seen when Harry met Sally. I'd seen this film, um, long time ago. I don't think I saw it in the theater, but probably at some point it was on television or, or maybe rented or whatever. So I'd, I'd seen this before, but I hadn't seen it for for a long time. And then rewatching it, uh, you know, in anticipation of listening along with the podcast and. And seeing like that scene where they're watching Casablanca, and I'm like, well, that's yeah, there you go, from one romantic comedy to another. Um, yeah, it, it, a good connection worked out well there. Yeah, really does. All right, so thank you very much, Sean. Do you is there anything you want to say in general about the movie? About something uh, you know, some other scene that we've already talked about, or a scene that we're yet to talk about, or something in general? Um, no, I I, I think I've. <laughs> I think I've covered. I think I've I've, I've taken my opportunities to talk about things both uh, you know past and and coming up in the film. Uh, just to say, um, I really enjoyed this film. I mean, Rob Reiner as a director came out of the gate with um, you know those first five or six films, I guess you know, and uh, you know they weren't all winners. He he did kind of level off at some point as a director, but um, just the 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 not just the quality of the films that he directed but also the uh, you know the variety of of genres i mean starting off with this is spinal tap which is a you know a documentary about a band going on tour to um you know the princess bride which is you know later uh, you know not his next film but later doing the princess bride which is uh you know sort of fantasy adventure along with the romantic comedy and then this harry met sally more sort of a straight up uh, you know traditional romantic comedy about relationships and then uh a few years later we do a few good men which is uh, you know military courtroom procedural drama type you know the the, the variety of things he directed and, and the quality um really outstanding and also one, one of the things I, I i'm generally not a huge fan of romantic comedy because i find they they lean too heavily maybe not lean but 
there, there's more romance than comedy. Um, and I prefer more comedy than romance. But this is um, a good mix, like, you know, comedy throughout. It's not just one of those things where it's sort of funny in the beginning and then it gets all serious with the relationship stuff later on. Like the, the comedy is is pretty well spaced out throughout the film. Um, and then, you know, the, the performances, of course, Meg Ryan, um, Billy Crystal, and then the you know supporting uh, cast, Carrie Fisher and um, Bruno Kirby. You know, everyone does a great job. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's a great film to watch and uh, a great a great film to podcast and a great podcast to listen to. So, I, I think so. I think so, too. I'm, I'm a little biased. Maybe a little. But, yeah. <laughs> a little, a little. All right. So you want to, for one last time, tell people where they can find Sean German. Uh, so for one last time, I am from the Next Scene podcast, where we are covering pop culture, one scene at a time. And you can find us at nextscenepod.com and nextscenepod on all your uh, all your social medias. All right. It's great. And while you're doing that, you can rate, review, and subscribe to any podcast you might be using to listen to the show. Finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Move Around Minute. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. Or you can find me on my website, moveyourminute.com. So uh, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, thank you, Sean. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. No problem. I will be back on Monday with a new guest. But until then, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you. Had to be you